too much. I'll step again. Okay. So we're at the end of Perkvav. And uh, we, uh, I wanted to just take a step back for a second because we're finishing up the Perek today and starting the next Perek. And they're both about what happens when somebody who's not a Kohen eats Truma. Right? Our Perek is Ha'ochel Truma B'Shogeg. And the next Perek we're going to start today is Ha'ochel Truma B'Mezid, somebody who eats Truma purposefully. And there are big differences in din between the two. I just want to do like a sort of an intro to the whole thing. First of all, um, the Pasuk says, right? A person who eats Kodesh, this is referring to Truma, Bishgaga by mistake, then he has to add a fifth like we learned about, right? Um, so we see, first of all, right here, Rashi tells us, Kodesh here means Truma. That's how, that's how our, uh, the word Kodesh, we've seen it before. It, it was also earlier in, in, in Vaipra right over here with the um, uh, Kolzar lo yochal Kodesh. That's the Isser for eating Truma. And here's what happens. If a person does eat Truma, Bishgaga, by mistake. And we've spoken about how there are different levels of intent, right? There's mazid doing something mamish purposefully. There's ones doing something without any intent at all, just like utterly by mistake. And then there's shogeg, which is a certain degree of negligence. And Chazal even sometimes talk about shogeg karov le mazid, shogeg karov le ones, degrees on the spectrum of shogeg. How close was it to being uh, a willful? Like the, I think they even have a concept like that in English, willful negligence. I think that it, that exists. Um, uh, and 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 shogig karov laones or shogig that's closer to being just a complete mistake. Um, here they just say shogig, um, uh, and then you, what you pay back, as we've spoken out before, you have to pay back. Also, you have to pay it back in kind, not in not in money. Usually, when you owe somebody something, um, you can the best way to pay back is money. But here, it's not like that. You can't pay back with money. You pay him back with chulin fruit that we we talked about yesterday, and uh, it itself becomes truma. So. First of all, just taking a step back to think about this concept itself of a payment that you cannot do monetarily. Um, so there's a very, very um, uh, interesting Tosfot on this that I have for you, this Tosfot in Ketubot, Lamud Amud Bet. The Tosfot is talking out, we have a general rule that usually when a person incurs a serious uh, penalty like kares, that um, there's at least there's an argument about it, but there definitely is a very strong position to say that you won't get kares plus a financial penalty. Um, just like we say, and lokem mushalim. So also kares could also be 
something that is such a bad punishment that it kind of erases the uh, the uh, financial fine that could come along with it. Um, so Tosfot is just wondering, how does it work in terms of how does it work in terms of truma? Um, and he explains as follows. Truma is uh, uh, the payment that you pay for truma is called a kapara. He speaks it out a little better. Uh, Hi, Daniel. Um, shalom, shalom, shalom. So we're talking about the payment that you pay. You pay the kohen back for having eaten truma by mistake. Is special because it's called a kapara. Like he says here, ah, here, it's it's up here, sorry. I, I, I'm really lost where we are in the Mishnah, because I was yeah. a little bit, I'm like a few days behind, I'm really confused. You could get the recordings, right? You know how to get the recordings. Y- yeah, yeah, I think so. So definitely a good idea to watch those, but we're we're in Perak Vav, the sixth Perak of Chumas, and we are holding in the last Mishnah, and I'm not, didn't start the last Mishnah just yet. I'm just taking a step back to talk about what it means to pay the Kohen back for having eaten truma by mistake. Okay, thank you. And Toswit here goes out of his way to say, um, as follows. Shiny shogeg de truma. When you eat truma by mistake, it's different from other payments. It's not part of the discussion of paying and getting another punishment at the same time. Because the payment that you do for Chuma is of its own category. Mishum de tashlumin didei kapara velo mamona. Gewaldic, gewaldic words from Tosfis. The, the payment that you make to the Kohen for Chuma that you ate by mistake is a kapara. Kapara velo mamona. This expands what we saw yesterday. Yesterday we talked about paying the fifth and we saw that Rambam about how paying an extra fifth is a tikkun for the Yetzir Hara. It's a kapara kind of a thing. Um, but Tosfut is expanding that the entire payment that you make back to the Kohen, the whole thing is a kapara. And what's his proof? Is the first Mishnah in our parak. The big proof that this is not monetary is that the Kohen, the Kohen cannot forgive. Kind of, right, usually whenever I or somebody owes me money, uh, we say kol t'nai shibamamon, heavy t'nai. Any you can make all kinds of conditions, even though the Torah has all kinds of rules about how money works between people. You can you can uh, you can forgive it. The person who's owed it, you know, value it depends on the, on the person who has it, and 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 you can always you can forgive if somebody owes you something. But here, Eino Yocholim Chol, the Kohen cannot forgive. When somebody eats his truma, he can't forgive it. That, says Tosus, shows you at the payment, Tashlume Truma, that's what this is called, Tashlume Truma. What you pay back for the truma, which you have to pay back in kind, in fruit, the same kind of fruit, you'll see it's a machlokis tanaim, it has to be the same kind of fruit, but it has to be Food that is truma, that becomes truma when you give it. 
The Tashlume Truma, the Kohen cannot say, oh, it's okay. I know you ate it by mistake. Just keep it. He can't do that. Misham Delohavi Mamon, because this is not a monetary thing. Ella Kapara. Rather, this is uh, this is Mamish uh, a, an atonement. It's an atonement. It's a kapara. Right? So the whole concept of eating truma by mistake, not just the fifth you add, but even the principle that you pay, the whole thing is a kapara. And uh, that's why the Kohen can't forgive it. Um, uh, and that's why it's kind of in its own category. Uh, it, even though it is a payment from one person to another person, uh, but what it does is it gets you an atonement from Shemayim. It's not a settling of accounts, really, between you and them. It's something between you and a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Um, uh, and in this sense, it relates uh, uh, very much to another Gemara I want to show you about Shuma in general. It's just Gvaldik to see this. I forgot to, uh, I'll, I'll call it up right now. It's Pesachim. Second, it's... Uh, I think it's 73, just one second. Uh, yeah. 72B, there's an amazing story here about what truma is. It's a gift to the Kohen, and it becomes property of the Kohen. The Kohen can use truma to... Do kiddushin. You can give it to a isha, and it, it's it's monetarily uh, uh, it's considered money of his enough that when he gives it to an isha, that's he gave her a pruta, she's mekudeshet, he's given her uh, you know something of value, and she can become married to him through that. But when it gets eaten by a kohen, and nobody but a kohen can eat it, or the wife of a kohen, when she's married to him, then she could eat it, uh, or the right, or the slave or the uh, maidservant, like we learned yesterday also, or maybe two days ago. But when the Kohen eats it, look at this. This is so, this really blew my mind. And it's just important to know. The Gemara says, let's say a Kohen um, made a mistake. Either the uh, the Kohen himself is up there in the base of Mikdash, and he's bringing a korban. Haya Omedu Makriv and No Delushu Ben Grusha Ben Suddenly, somebody comes to him and says, "You know what? Actually, your mother was a divorcee, or your mother received chalitza, and you are not uh, allowed to bring korbanos." So, what happens if all the korbanos he brought his whole life? Does he have to tell everyone? that used him to bring a korban, and we have to do it over. So the Gemara says, no. That's the first opinion. Rabbi Yeshua is machshir. And what's the reason for Rabbi Yeshua? And I'm pretty sure this is the halacha also. The bracha the Moshe Rabbeinu gives um, to Levi. <coughs> Hashem will bless them and will accept the works of their hands. It's accepted, even if it was by mistake. <clears throat> and then the Gemara asks, what about Truma? 
<coughs> what about truma? The person, the Kohen ate truma and then finds out afterwards, does he have to pay for it, right? The Gemara says, no, because truma is also called a voda. And how do we know? Truma hechai kriya voda. Where do we see that truma is also called service? That such that it would also get this um, special halacha that Hashem says, you know, if you're doing your best and there was no way for you to know, and then it turns out you're not a Kohen, you're not a kosher Kohen, how do we know that truma is also called a voda? The Sanya, Maiser Rabbi Tarfon, there's a story about Rabbi Tarfon, amazing story. Shaloba There was one day Rabbi Tarfon didn't come to learn uh, at night. The next morning, L'shachris Matzah Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel saw him and he said to him, malo basa Why weren't you in Shir last night? Amarlo, avoda avadati. He said, I was doing avoda, which is a word for working in the Beis Amikdash. He didn't mean like avoda, like uh, avoda. Amarlo, kol dvarachanam el tema. Your words are, are wild. What does that mean? There's no Beis Amikdash standing in Rabbi Tarfun's day. It was impossible. Amarlo, hariho amer, avodas matana etan eskunaschem, v'azara karav yumas. The Torah tells you that the service of a Kohen is considered to be a gift. And since that Pasuk, right, I think the Rashi explains a little better here. Not only the service is a Kohen, but the service is a gift, but the gifts that the Kohen gets, matnos kahuna, shenasati lachem, harehen kavoda. The Pasuk shot is, Hashem says, I'm giving you as a gift to do avoda. To serve in the base of Mikdash. The deeper shot is, Hashem is saying, the gifts that you get as a Kohen, which includes Truma, I consider them to be avoda. Asu achilas Truma begvulin kavodas base of Mikdash. The eating of Truma, even outside the base of Mikdash, is considered like doing avoda in the base of Mikdash. Mama is an amazing Gemara. Mama is an amazing thing. So, we see here um, the eating of the Kohen is mamish, it's like a Korban. And so if somebody who's not a Kohen negligently eats it, Bishogeg, they need Kapara. It's mamish like uh, they have kind of trespassed something that is called Avoda, something that is like mamish, like a Besa Mikdash thing. And so they need Kapara. And this, this, this brings up a deeper question. Um, as we're going to see, right, the next parak, we're going to do now the last Mishnah in our parak, and then we're going to do um, uh, the next parak, which is about eating truma on willfully, on purpose. <clears throat> and we're going to see it's a whole different din. There, when you eat truma on purpose, there you pay the Kohen in money. You can pay him in money, and you don't add a fifth. There, it's a whole different halacha. A person ate the truma on purpose. Um, uh, he, 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 uh, it's not called a kapara anymore. Uh, he's, he needs a kapara, but he doesn't get his kapara through the payment. The payment is really just like you stole from the Kohen, pay him back for his estate, pay him back money. As we'll see, that's what the next parak is going to be all about, eating the person who ate truma on purpose. So this begs a question, which is true across the board in Torah, almost in every single area. 
a sin offering is brought when somebody did a sin by mistake and not when somebody did a sin on purpose. Right? So this is like Bukhlal, a huge question in general about how a Korban Chatas works. What Kapar in the Beis HaMikdash is. You know, if I sin on purpose, I have to do tshuva privately. I have to do like what the Rambam writes in Hilchas Tshuva. I have to tell God, I have to do vidu, I have to tell Hashem what I did wrong. I have to sincerely regret it. I have to take on to never doing it again, right? And all this farim, all the Hasidish farim, I have to raise my consciousness, etc. Um, uh, but that's something that really has nothing to do necessarily with the Beis HaMikdash. When do I bring a Korban in the Beis HaMikdash? Is when I did a sin by mistake. Mamash an amazing thing. Why Dafka? Why Dafka is it Shogeg? Same thing like with Chuma. By Chuma, there's a Kapara if you eat it by mistake. If you ate it on purpose, then it's a monetary fee you have to pay. Uh, why is it like this? So here we have a Midrash, an amazing Midrash Rabbah. This is Vaika Rabbah, uh, Perik Dalid, Ois Gimel. Nefesh Kisechta, this is the place where the Midrash is talking about the sin offerings. And they bring this Pasuk in, in Mish, they see it. Gambalo das nefesh lotov. The Shlomelech is saying, if you didn't have das, it means there's something wrong in the nefesh, right? The Pasuk says, nefesh kisechta, a nefesh that sins, right? Means, and if dafka bishgaga, like the same thing like tashlumi truma by us. Um, it's a it's a hint to a guest that usually comes at sunrise. Now the guest over here is, is uh, refers to the menstruation of the wife. This is uh, the Chazal talk about it like as a guest. So the person, the husband knows that this his wife has a very precise cycle, and she always sees blood with. The moment of sunrise. And the husband forgot and had relations with his wife just before the sunrise. And the act of relations so close to the time where it always comes, the Mepharshim fill in here, caused her to become a nida, caused her to bleed. And then, right? So you can't say he purposefully knew she was already a nida and had relations with her, which would be the, which would be a willful sin. It was shogeg, but that's called below yada, below tov, right? And it's just called not knowing, and it's not good. There's something off. If you would know, if you would have known, then it would be, it would be, it would be even worse. And they bring a bunch of examples of like somebody who has two stores. One of them sells basar shchuta. One of them sells basar nevela. And the person forgot and bought his meat at the wrong store, right? These kinds of things show an imprecise, like a, a, a that a kind of a lack of caring, right? If I'm uh, if if I'm going to meet someone, I need to show up early, right? The Chazal put in in terms of the laws of nida, you need to separate as part of the halachas of in Shulchan Aruch, You need to separate and not have relations a full twelve hours before the time that you expect. Vehizartem, it's a pasuk and chazal. It's a machlokus if it's a deraisa or a derabana. But that thing of making a space between me and getting something wrong, between me and 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 eating not kosher, between me and these things, 
that's where there's a kapara. And that the nefesh needs this kind of special awareness, the special degree of awareness. And so bringing a, a behema in a way, it represents fixing that side of me that was kind of animalistic, that just was going with a flow, stimulus response, you know, like the nature world, the animal world, and didn't have that special buffer of high awareness so that I won't come to sin even by mistake, right? So that's why shogeg is this special area that dafka is shaykh to korban. When I bring that korban, I'm fixing the animal within me, right? If I do something purposefully, so I need to fix something more that's in my actual mindset, that's in my whole uh, outlook. And so that's really, that's going to take tefillah and vidui and a whole different thing. When I slip up like this, it means there's some level where the animal in me has made me less aware, right? And so therefore, that's why the chatas, that's what this midrash is telling us, the chatas is dafka b'shogeg. That's why the dafka connecting up this thing of, uh, of, of nefesh lotov, below das, nefesh lotov, there's a lotov that gets into the nefesh because it doesn't have this kind of height of awareness. And later on, the midrash says another amazing thing that kind of uh, sums this up. Has a lot of incredible Torah over here, but uh, it brings down how David HaMelech um, uh, is talking about the soul and comparing the soul to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. A very beautiful thing. I'll just spell the same as the Gemara in Brachas also, but just spell it out. It's so beautiful. It says uh, it's not exactly the same as the Gemara in Brachas, but the David David. Why did David say, Barchi nafshi es Hashem? Why did he speak out this special praise of that my nefesh will bless Hashem? The nefesh fills the body. Hashem also fills his world. Um, let a nefesh that fills the goof come and praise Hashem that fills the world. Um, the nefesh soveles es goof. The nefesh kind of, uh, what's the word, like... Uh, you know, tolerates having a body. <laughs> the Kaddish Baruch Hu kind of so veles alam. He holds it. He he gets through it. Hashem Hashem holds it. He 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 bears the burden of the world. So let the nefesh that so the goof that can bear the burden of being in a body come and praise Hashem who can bear the burden of the world. The nefesh outlives the body. Nefesh mevala sagguf means it outlives. The Kaddish Baruch also outlives his world. So let the nefesh that outlives the created world. So let the nefesh that is one come and praise Hashem. All this beautiful stuff. And then it ends off an incredible thing. Because what, what are we talking about? We're talking about fixing shogeg. What does it mean to fix negligence? It means to not be sleeping on the job, right? To not be unaware, right? 
the, the whole union of kapara and a korban chatas and tashlume truma, we're learning about a person eating truma by mistake, in which case the Torah gives him this amazing thing where you give food that wasn't truma, you give regular food and it turns into truma and you have to pay the Kohen in kind and the Kohen cannot forgive it. It's a kapara, it's mamish like a korban because you're fixing the awareness that you need to have. And it says, this is such a high, high thing, we shall live up to this. The nefesh doesn't sleep in the body. The nefesh is capable of mamish total awareness. The Kaddish Baruch Hu ain't the fun of Shana. So too Hashem does not sleep. Tavo Let the soul that doesn't sleep in the body, that's aware, that's tuned in, mamish, and praise Hashem who has no sleep. Hashem does not does not sleep, does not does not rest. Right? Very very beautiful. So this is what uh, uh, the chatas, the fixing dafka of the shogeg is all about to reach this kind of awareness. And that's what the kapara of a korban chatas, a sin offering does. And the kapara, as Tosfos tells us, of tashlume truma do, dafka in the world of shogeg as opposed to mezid. Any questions or thoughts at this point? Uh, where is this this that we just read is um, Vayikra Rabbah at the end of Parsha Dalid. And uh, we start a little earlier on there. What's that? I don't hear you. Where Vayikra Rabbah? Vayikra Rabbah, Parsha Dalid. Parsha, Parsha Dalid and Vayikra Rabbah is all about uh, Nefesh Kisechta. It has a lot of Torahs in there. So we started off with uh, we ended off with the last one, the very end of it, and we started off with, I think, the third Torah, the third, um, it has Parsha and then Paragraph. So we, st- um, I think, right, so Parsha, Dalit, I think we started with Gimel. Yeah, so we did um, Parsha, Gimel, Ois, Gimel, Parsha, Dalit, Ois, Gimel, and then the last one is Ois, uh, Ches, which is all about the nefesh praising Hashem and a whole bunch of things about, we didn't even do all of them, the parallels between the soul and Hashem. And then the last one being that the soul doesn't sleep because that's what, that's what the, the purpose of the chatas is, is to, is to raise awareness. The bringing of the korban and the tashlume truma that we're learning about are fixing that world of negligence, which is an animalistic world, the, the, the fit of the soul and the body so that the soul can be in the world and have that awareness and not do sins even by mistake because it's it's got this amazing buffer of like awareness. That's a gewalt. <laughs> Very powerful measures. Um, okay, now I'll go back into, into the Mishnah. Um, oh, I didn't even open the Mishnah. <laughs> okay. Mishnah. Okay. So we're in the last mission of Perik Vav and we're starting off Perik Zion. 
Here we go. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, we said we have to pay tashlume truma b'shogeg in kind, right? So Eliezer Omer, mishalmin mimin al she'en amino. Even though you have to pay in food, right? And you can't pay with money, but you can pay with a, a different species. As long as you're paying with good, you know, the best of your fruit, right? It says, For instance, if I ate dried figs, according to the volume that I ate of figs, I can pay that much in dates. But not in not, not not according to the value. The Kevin de Vizuza Achal Uvizuza Mishalim my nafkamina shishalmina yafalara. Okay, so this is uh, that's a more involved discussion of how how, how do you calculate if, uh, according to Abliaz's opinion, how do you calculate how much you give when you're switching it over? In the end he's saying we're going by the volume, although there is an opinion also you go according to the value. Any case. Um uh, Rabbi Akiva disagrees. This is the main disagreement here. Rabbi Akiva says, if you ate figs, you have to pay back figs. You can't pay back dates instead of figs. So since you can't pay with a different min, this means, uh, right? Remember the Shvis years, the Shemitah year, it's going to be next year. Im achal kishuin shel truma. If I ate, for let's say, cucumbers, could be gourds, different opinions how to translate kishuin, shel erv shvis of the sixth year. Ve'en kishum mitzuimo. There's no more cucumbers of that kind left. Shekvarnis kashu velochaz lachila. Whatever's left already got hard, is no good anymore. And I cannot pay back with any other type of thing. That's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. You have to pay back with the exact same type that you ate. So you have to wait all the way, a whole year, till after the next year, because why can't you use the Shviz? The Michel Shviz, Asli you can't pay back what you owed because Dami Lishoira. It looks like you're doing business with it, even though this is a rabbinic thing. Even though, like as we saw from Tosfot, paying back the Tashlumi Truma is a kapara and it's not business at all. But since you're paying back for having eaten something that wasn't yours, um, you can't do it on the Shemitah year. And so you're going to end up having to, to, to wait a long time. Um, that's what that's, that's the commission okay, so gives us the kind of strongest. So Rabbi, in your in your example of cucumbers, yeah, okay. Let let's say that I or I have pickled some cucumbers, but they're and they're not as choice as the cucumbers that I accidentally. So I have the same species. Is that? But but they're not the choicest of choice. So in the shemitah year, would it be better to give, let's say, the pickled ones sooner, or wait a year and a half, or almost two years to give? The cucumbers after she <laughs> um, Very good question. Um, uh, 
You're saying there are some left of that year, but they're not the best. Um, uh, I'm I, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm Yitzhak. I'll look into that. I'll write down the question. Um, uh, <coughs> it's probably. Remember, we learned earlier. I think it was in the first chapter, the second chapter, that lechatchila we need to give of the best, right? Um, the pasuk says the word chelev, chelev yitar, chelev, chelev dagan, the best of your, of your, uh, of your grain and of your oils and of your grapes, right? Your wine. Um, the Torah uses the word chelev. So I imagine that in this situation, since what you're paying back is considered truma, um, that the uh, the the ideal is going to be to wait. But I'm going to look into it. Uh, one second. Eight. No good. Cubes left. Give lower ones or wait till after Shavis. I'll try and find an answer to that. Great question. Awesome. Okay, great. Um, okay. And from the exact, they both learn out their halacha from the exact same pasuk. This is the pasuk that we saw before. Mimakam she Rabbi Eliezer Mekel from the same place that Rabbi Eliezer learns out his din to be lenient from that same pasuk Misham Rabbi Akiva Machmir Rabbi is considered lenient to allow you to pay with a different fruit right and then we saw there's two opinions how how to interpret his opinion should you give it the, the same volume or the same value when you're transferring it over you know the exchange rate from figs to dates <laughs> um, uh, so. That's called a kula. So Rav Eliezer is mekel. From, he learned out from the same pasuk, Misham Rekiva Machmir, from that same verse, Rabbi Kiva learns out to be Machmir, Shenemar, Nasan Lakohen Esa Koydesh, right? I'll just, we'll just look at the verse again in one second. We read it before at the beginning. Pasuk says, Ve'ish ki yochal kodesh bishgaga, a person who eats kodesh by mistake, he has to give it back and, and add, he has to add a fifth, so this this is the expression that we're dealing with now. You must give the Kodesh to the Kohen. He has to give back that Truma, right? Tashlume Truma. So Rabbi Eliezer says, Give him back the Kodesh means anything that could be Kodesh, which means could be a different species. No problem. Give figs instead of dates. That's Rabbi Eliezer's view. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Venas and the Kohenes Hakodesh, Es Hakodesh, that same Kodesh, Kodesh Sheachal, the same Kodesh that you ate, right? They both have different uh, emphasis on, on how to read the pasuk. This is uh, reminiscent of a joke that I once heard, a Talmudic joke, that uh, the two boys, they're wandering in the forest, and uh, and they see. Um, a beautiful uh, lake, uh, and even though it's surrounded uh, by private, uh, by, by by a fence with a sign, they still go in and they're swimming. And the owner comes out and says, "How could you do this? Don't you see I put a sign up?" 
And they said, yeah, of course, we read the sign. It says, trespassing? No, swimming. <laughs> this is a joke I heard many years ago in Yerushalayim. Chappelle's yeshiva, I think it was Chappelle's, or maybe it was in Montreal, Rabbi Finkelstein. I don't remember who I heard that first from. But uh, so Rabbi said, oh, it's all a question of how you mamish, they're doing it with the Pasuk. Anything that could be Kodesh. No, no, no. Ha Kodesh, the same Kodesh that you ate, right? And it's Mamish, uh, they're looking at the same Pasuk and coming up with two different halakhas. Now we'll start Perak Zayin. And here we see what I've been emphasizing to you all along today. Ha'ochel truma mezid. A person who eats truma on purpose. So here, mishalmas ha'keren ve'eno mishalmas ha'choymish. Here he pays the principal. There's no fine of paying an extra fifth. Ha'tashlumin chulin. What he gives to the kohen is not considered kodesh like truma. And if the Kohen wants to uh, wants to uh, forgive it, he can, right? So we see here a whole different world. It's completely different because it came out of a whole different kind of an Avera. Right? The first one was Shogeg. And like we said, start for the Midrash. The first one was Mamish uh, having to do with the fit between the soul and the body, it needs a kapara. Uh, um, you know, having to give more truma is going to do this atonement, this awesome thing from Shemayim that will give your soul more awareness so that you won't make that mistake again in the future and has all these stipulations. According to Rabbi Akiva, which I'm pretty sure is the halacha, you have to give the exact same kind of fruit and then you have to add a fifth and the Kohen can't forgive it. Right, it's got, it's this whole very specific thing because it's got a specific purpose to fix the shogeg mistake, to fix that negligent place, that nefesh lotov, like we suffer from Mishle Gam below Das, Nefesh Lotov. The fact that I acted without consciousness means there's some kind of lotov that got into my nefesh. Like the Pasuk says in Vayikra, Nefesh ki sechta bishgaga, nefesh that does a, a sin by mistake. That's this world of kapara. And Dafka is related to Truma, like we saw that Truma is called a Voda. Like we saw that amazing story from Rabbi Tarfan. They couldn't come to base measures last night. I was eating Truma. It's so amazing. What's the big deal? He was eating Truma. It's dinner. But uh, it's a Voda. He was busy. You know, he mamas. It was like, didn't come into base measures for that reason. Because he somebody, I brought him Truma to eat. It's, it's like an Voda. So if somebody eats Truma, by mistake, and they're not a Kohen, Gewalt, you know, like, uh, there's a whole procedure, Kodesh Baruch Hu needs to, like, give you a, 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 a whole refua from that, uh, and we see all the learning, should be a big refua for everyone, everyone who needs it, um, uh, Kodesh Baruch Hu gives a Gewaltic refua, Dafka for the Shogig, with this specific thing of paying back Tashlume Truma, the Kohen can't forgive, and it's got to be the same fruits, and you got to add a fifth, and it all becomes Kodesh again. It gets all the halachas of Truma, everything you give him. Because it's specific. That's the difference between our two prakim, right? Remember that in Mishnah is the name of the parak, 
is the first few words of the parak. So the name of the parak we just finished, parak vav, is ha'ochel shogeg. When we eat truma by mistake, we just completed this ha'ochel When we eat truma on purpose, in the two whole different worlds, there's two whole different worlds, right? The parak we just finished is all about kapara. It's like a, a, a an atonement, a fixing, a shemaim, a base amigdash, fixing something that is related to the world of avoda. But when you eat truma by uh, purposefully, it's a whole different thing. Now it's really uh, plain old economics. I have to pay back the kohen, um, uh, and the tshuva that I did for having done something, for having eaten truma v'mezid, that's really just between me and Hashem. I have to change my very insides first. It's not just about fixing the interface between the soul and the body and I got a little too animalistic and was negligent so I need this specific prescription of a, of a chomesh and a pain now it's I need to do mamish do vidui and like cry about it do tshuva and, and, and really really reset my whole thing I, I, I ate truma on purpose it's a whole different thing and um, adds the Bartanua, very important, below Hasra. This is when the person ate Truma on purpose without having been forewarned. The Ilu Isrube, if, if he had been forewarned, Loke, then he's going to get the punishment of Malchus. He'll get the punishment. This is when everything, uh, when Bezdin is all, you know, in Yerushalayim and they're administering the bodily punishment, flogging, lashes, Loke, Malchus, right? <clears throat> when a person gets that punishment, that, that, is the kind of punishment that fixes even Maisie, right? That's the kind of thing that changes your, your very consciousness. It's not just a, a, a delicate reset of the nefesh and the goof. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a deep, deep uh, kind of a lowering, uh, 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 what's the word, hachna in English, the subjugating or, you know, uh, a deep, deep uh, level of, of, of really, tuning back into Hashem and, and Hashem's mitzvahs, because I really stepped outside, did an Avera on purpose, right? And so if if he would actually get Malchus, so we have a rule, Eino Loke Meshalem, a person who gets um, uh, the bodily punishment of Malchus, of lashes, doesn't also pay. So this is in a case where nobody was around to warn him, so he was not going to get lashes. You only get lashes if two people warn you, and then you go, you say, I, and they have to warn you with naming the Avera correctly. And then you have to go ahead and if the consumptions, you have to even say, I know I'm doing X and go ahead and do it anyway. There's certain stipulations that make it relatively rare that a person will get lashes, but it still definitely happened. The Afagav, the Belo Hasra, Chayav Misa Shamayim. And even though there is still um, death at the hands of heaven, as we've spoken about for eating Truma, ain't a that that is between you and Hashem. It doesn't. Um, uh, it doesn't exonerate the person from having to pay. Um, uh, so here, so you pay back the principal, but not the chomish. The lochiva Torah chomish ella ochel truma bishgaga. This whole concept of a fifth is a kapara, like we said. And we spoke about yesterday and today. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a healing. It's a fixing. Yesterday we saw the Rambam. That's a fixing of the Yitzharam. And the Tashlumin are Chulin. 
the tashlum in the shogeg bilvad karan rachman shogeg only when you're paying back like we just saw the nas and la koenis hakodesh like that that argument we just saw from bikiv and bilazer you're paying back when you ate it by negligently by mistake what you pay back is holy what you what, what you give him becomes mamish truma and has all the halachas of truma it's called kodesh in the chumash but when you ate it purposefully that's not what the pasuk was talking about the pasuk was talking about a person ate it negligently but paying back for truma that you ate on purpose it's a regular economic transaction if you pay him back with fruit the fruit is, is doesn't have any holiness to it the whole of the and since they're just it's just really economic in the Kohen can also uh, forgive it, and it's 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 uh, it's totally in the world of mammon. Like we saw that that's the defining difference between mammon and kapara, like we saw from from Tosfot. And this is not so when you're making paying back for shogeg. If the kon wanted to forgive, he can't forgive because they're totally kodesh. Um, uh, whoops. Okay, so. Questions, thoughts. Were you guys able to follow this? We did. We we, we went through a lot of Torah just now. Um, uh, don't be shy. We're good. We're Hashem. Um, uh, yeah, I would I would start the next mission, but I don't think it's gonna. Our our the the eight or nine minutes we have left. Uh, won't do it justice. It's, it gets into a few uh, other new topics, kind of. And uh, yeah, go ahead, Daniel. You want to say something? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. It was good. They went. They went down uh, okay. Went down easy. This uh, all, all this. Uh... <laughs> nice. It was good. It was very nice. I very, I, I very much enjoy it uh, when the Rebbe uh, brings in more deeper aspects behind the Mishnah, especially when it comes to Tani, Sarah, it's very nice. It, it gives, it brings the Mishnayot, gives it like a fire, death. Totally, totally. It's there, it's there. It's just it's just bringing it out. You know, everything I brought was you now Gemaras and, and Midrashim. Sometimes they bring in Hasidus, like we've had. But yeah, it, it, I, I find it too. I find it to be, um, uh, you know, that the, the Mishnayot were written um, uh, it was the first stage of the of the oral Torah being written down, mm. and were, they were purposefully edited and created to be like kind of like I like to think of them kind of like hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> they're, they're there, dafka to whet the appetite. They they dafka don't give you the full picture um, uh, because they want to stimulate oral Torah like they're. They're there so that we have a kind of a anchor with something that's written, a masechet, you know, prakim, mishnayis, kind of hold the thing, have a structure. We can remember the basic, the basic ideas, and the and the foundational opinions. Um, but it's meant to stimulate exactly this kind of thing. That's really what the Gemara is. The Gemara on the Mishnah is more of that, and then all the mafarshim on the Gemara, and all that you know, so you know, forever and ever. Um, uh, and the Gemara, it's 
itself, every you'll notice this that everything about Torah Peh, the best kinds of books about Torah Peh are the kinds that stimulate discussion. That yes. means it's really written in the in the in the in the ruach of the Torah Peh. The kinds of books that are overly informational and stop discussion are not really in the ruach. But you you might notice sometimes Farim do that. Like <laughs> um, uh, it needs to be unfinished it needs to kind of raise issues um uh, and then you need to delve that's that's the whole kind of how it started with the writing down of the mishnah and how it how it needs to still be we need more but we also need it to always have this aspect very nice Hashem Gvaldik. so uh hopefully um uh Reb Simcha will be able to put the next year up on Facebook Live. I want I want our Torah going out a little stronger to the world. Is that Hashem? Pleasure as always to learn with everyone and see you. And Baruch uh, Abba Eitan and Shkoyach uh, everyone. Great to see you. Bye. Nature.